0: Welcome to the Ordinary Pastor Podcast. Uh, My name is John Payne. I serve as a lead pastor in Austin, Texas at Redemption Hill Church and also serve on the leadership team of Sovereign Grace. And I'm here with my good friend, Jared Mellinger from Covenant Fellowship Church and also on the Sovereign Grace leadership team. So, Jared, thanks for joining me again, bro.
1: Yes, indeed. It's great to be with you, John, as always.
0: Well, it's been a little while since we've recorded one of these, so if you have been patiently waiting, uh, thanks for waiting on us. Uh, We're... Grateful for the encouragement we've received from a number of you, um, mostly our, our fellow pastors in Sovereign Grace. So we love you, man, and we hope these are serving you, and thanks for letting us know where the different topics have been of benefit to you. Uh, we wanted to take an episode and talk about an event that's coming up, uh, the Relay Conference, uh, which is coming up next January. Uh, it's going to be hosted uh, at Covenant Fellowship Church, where Jared very kindly, their church, offered to host this conference. But it is a a Sovereign Grace conference, and it's birthed out of a burden that Jared and I both share for what, what we are currently calling the third generation of Sovereign Grace. And I, I eventually... I don't know if these generations are going to start to get a little less uniform probably. Um, But I think our heart in that is that we grew up uh, with some founding pastors that one of their strengths was a real heart to serve and inspire and build up um, our generation in the gospel and in the values of sovereign grace, the doctrinal values, the community values um, that we've come to know and love and, and, their efforts led to a, a lot of zeal, a lot of passion, a lot of sense of partnership. There was a number of young adult conferences that were led over the years, and we have no intention of of pretending that we could reproduce um, what was done before us, but we certainly want to do our best to to attempt to uh, gather the young adults of Sovereign Grace and to serve and to inspire them as well, because we, we, we're just passionate that our family of churches not go the way of a first generation of passion and a second generation of lesser passion and a third generation of decreasing passion or drift doctrinally. We want to try to see what the Lord can do in in leading us into a multi-generational family of churches passionate about the doctrines of grace and about the Lord Jesus. So um, that was kind of the birth of this. Um, Jared, how, how would you... Say that in your own words, bro. What, what was prompting this for you?
1: Yeah, it, our convictions about about partnership uh, relate to more than just pastors. They always have. So it's uh, we thank God that we're connected as pastors uh, in Sovereign Grace. But uh, part of what we've experienced throughout our history is that partnership means something tangibly for the average member of the church and that they have a sense of joy in being a part of something larger than just their church and so as we are thinking about the next generation that's growing up in sovereign grace churches we're eager for them to experience that sense of of um connectivity to the broader body of Christ as it is expressed in our little family of churches and to have that sense of of uh joy of being a part of something you know that's larger than our than ourselves so yeah the one way i think about relay conference is in terms of looking back and looking forward. You know, it's sort of one of those, because it's aimed at younger adults, we absolutely are looking back to um, a, a heritage that has been received, certain things that define our churches. And and so there's something of of remembering that. You know, I think it's common among a younger generation to be more inclined at times to criticize their upbringing than yes. they are to view their upbringing as a heritage to be stewarded. We're wanting to say, we believe that there's a heritage to be steward, something that is being entrusted from one generation to, to another. And so there's a, a remembering, a looking back, and then a looking forward to what we desire to see God do into the future and recognizing the crucial role that Uh, young men and women play in that, in that shared mission.
0: Yes. Yeah. I wanted to give due credit to Cornerstone Church of Knoxville and uh, the pastors there. We, we just, with permission, completely (laughs) stole this title. We completely (laughs) stole it. It was not original (laughs) to us. We just thought, man, that is exactly communicates uh, in a word what we are attempting to, to, uh, center this conference on it's, it is exactly what you said. It's, it's taking gratefully what has been handed to us. And then it has a vision of looking forward to hand it down. And it also contains this idea of running, you know, that, uh, that each generation would, would run the race to the end of, of their lap, that they would run faithfully, that we would not just be sitting in kind of complacency, um, or let alone drifting or drifting to the sidelines to use the analogy we, we want a, a generation that would run for the glory of God, for the mission of the gospel, and so all of those things were combined so with with full gratefulness uh, to the cornerstone guys, just want to thank you men for allowing us to use your excellent title um, one one category talk about this year we we are passionate about is is that you you touched on it that tangible sense of partnership. Why do you think, and I have some thoughts here too, but you, you jump in first. Why do you think it's valuable in a unique way to gather the young adults? Because obviously there's a lot of kinds of conferences we could do nationally, um, but a number of those we've actually focused on doing those more regionally. So regions in Sovereign Grace are smaller sections of churches, and they might have a men's conference or a youth conference or a women's conference, or maybe even a conference on a topic um, you know, where different age groups are invited, but we decided as we thought about it, this is one of the few demographics that we think it would be worth gathering people from around the country and even from around the world. How, speaking to that, why do you think that's valuable? Yes,
1: certainly a primary part of that is what's in view with our call to entrust something the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, from generation to generation, and so that that entrusting uh, assumes a looking to those who are younger, who mm-hmm. will you know, um, it will likely be the case that the majority of people at this conference will will outlive you and I. You know, mm-hmm. they are it is a it is a, a a next generation, a younger generation, and so they are uniquely positioned uh, to. Uh, to carry the gospel and to carry gospel values into the future, um, is one reason that comes to mind. What would you say?
0: Yeah, I think so. And I, I think there's there's something about um, the how can I put it? Just the season of life where you're you know, for many of the folks, that they're they're entering into their adulthood. They're entering into whether it's in college or their first you know, uh, kind of career job. Uh, Some of them will be coming unmarried, although certainly married couples are welcome as well, but many of them may be unmarried still. They're considering marriage and so forth. And so the chance to create a a tangible sense of connection with like-minded young people from around the country and the world so that they're not entering that adulthood with only a local focus on their faith or their, their vision of what church life is. Cause that, I think that'd be the thing we would want to avoid is that, uh, especially as our churches are more established and as we, you know, many of those churches have wonderful local ministries and they, they do a fantastic job of serving each other. The temptation is that there can begin to be a, a, a bit of a myopic focus on only their town, or only their locale, or possibly even only their region, so they know four or five other churches, and you can lose sight of the the bigness of the body of Christ, first of all, but then even our own larger uh, grouping uh, of, of sovereign grace churches around the world, and, and we want that sense of being connected globally to be a tangible experience, and not just a, a sort of a, a a reference to a random church during a pastoral prayer. We want to be something that they can see and and, yeah. and and be a part of in a tangible way. So something about having a bunch of young people in the same room, singing the same songs, listening to the same sermon, being talked about as a group uh, and, and motivated to serve the Lord, though at a distance from each other, yet together uh, in the values of sovereign grace that we're hoping to instill um, because they have they have a, a generational call that they all share together, um, and we want them to feel that and to see that and to kind of raise their voices uh, together and and in some ways to be recruited. I, I think I think our hope is to recruit them to yes. give their lives, whatever their vocation is, to give their lives uh, for these. These values of grace and the local church and the mission and the power of the Holy Spirit and the doctrines of the Word. I, th- I think we're also burdened. I, I would think both of us are burdened because particularly in our country, maybe not as much around the world, but in our country, obviously there there has been a <laughs> at the very least a decrease in Christian acceptance and doctrines that we would have assumed as normal orthodoxy are now considered yep. offensive. Over yep. the course of our lifetime, that's been a cultural shift um, that's taken place. And so we're wanting to embolden them. And and in some ways, I think if we can to plant a flag on doctrinal courage for them um, so that they know they're not alone, that they're standing with leaders that are older than them, standing behind them with men and women from around the world, standing with them, that as they take unpopular doctrinal stances, at least in our culture, that they're doing this with the glad support of those that are, that are their same age and they're sort of linking arms, um, in this, you know, their own time and their own time serving the Lord in their generation. So I think that's part of the vision we have as well.
1: There's something you said that I want to underline and that is just the, it, it actually reminded me of my own upbringing and experience how these years of, uh, young adulthood are uniquely formative in a person's life they are they're direction setting in in many ways and i think back on my own conference experiences during those years and it wouldn't be an overstatement to say that they contributed to setting the the direction for my life and shaping you know the man that i am today and yes um, and so we do hope, yeah, it's, it's not mostly, I would say, and always want to, you know, like can qualify. It's not mostly just, okay, let's get people excited about our family of churches. We do want that passion for partnership. It's first and foremost people getting excited about Christ and treasuring him and inspiring yes. young people to live for Christ. But yes. from that follows a passion for the church and a passion for uh, the family of churches that any Christian you know, is, is joined to and a part of. Um, and then also I think part of my hopes and desires would be an excitement about pastoral ministry as well yes. among young men who are present. I'm eager to uh, envision and inspire a younger generation of uh, called and gifted men toward pastoral ministry. And yes. uh, and and praying that God, this is something that you and I, you know, talk a bit about, John. But we have a desire to see more pastors uh, emerging and more people desiring that that noble task. And so, Lord willing, that will be one of the the fruits of the the relay conference.
0: Yeah, I mean, to that end, um, I mean, let's just talk for a minute about we 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 basically created a pre conference just because of that passion. Obviously, we hope the conference in general we'll serve that end. But we thought, boy, let's maybe let's gather those who feel some inclination towards pastoral ministry and invite them to a pre-conference on the front end. So that's going to happen on Thursday uh, from about noon to five. And you and I and Josh Blunt, who's a good friend of both of ours, um, the pastor in West Virginia, you're going to be speaking in that context, just to young men who feel some inclination towards pastoral ministry. And um, we we try to make it as cheap as we could. We're hoping that you know guys could come in a little bit early and enjoy that pre conference with with fellow men who maybe have a similar sense of calling. Um, one of the things that I I think we'd want to sort of get out there to both pastors, any pastors listening to this, and certainly to to young men is we want to invite those who who at this point would say I I think I might be. Interested in pastoral ministry. This, this isn't just for those who are way down the road, who are convinced who have been to seminary or the pastor's college or, you know, are already, you know, being invited to a staff somewhere. This is this is for someone who is 18 years old um, it's to say one end of the spectrum. It would be, you know, he's 18 years old. He has a real heart for the church, um, perhaps a, a greater than average interest in the ministry of the church, um, or perhaps he, he just loves, you know, to read and he loves doctrine, he loves talking about doctrine. And, um, it may be that some aspect or the other of pastoral ministry is at this point daunting to him. Maybe he loves ministering to people, but, but reading is a, is a new idea, or maybe he loves reading and he's trying to learn how to love people more, or maybe he's gifted publicly, but he's new in the faith. Uh, all of those would be the kind of men that would fit in this um, because we're just going to be talking about the the key components of ministry, loving people, loving the word, loving the church. Those are going to be the three kind of topics we're going to cover. And the hope is that we could define and inspire and perhaps even build a a friendship across the state lines and global lines for some of these men. Um, And whether whether most, all of them become pastors or not, it's frankly irrelevant to us. Yeah. Um Even if just some men come and, and they turn out to just be fantastic pillars in the church and a support to their pastors, that would be a, a win. Uh, but we really want to urge even somebody that you might have vision for, even if he doesn't have vision yet to come, invite him. And, and may the Lord um do some mighty things, I think, in that that opening session. So, yes. And I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm excited for any time that young men can be around you, bro. Honestly, and our good friend Josh Blunt, I just think, my goodness, I mean, that, that's that's as good as I can give anybody in terms of inspiring them uh, to want to be. Here's here's a man a little closer to your age talking about you know the the, the essence of the ministry. Man, I just I'd be thrilled I'm thinking about guys in my church that are at the full end of the spectrum, younger guys, and then guys that um, you know, maybe a little bit older, but I've already been talking to guys in my church that whether they know it or not, I have my eye on them as possible future pastors and say, man, you should come to this man. I mean, who knows what the Lord will do come. And it's only an extra half day come and we just love to have you. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they will.
1: Yes. Well, and I just want to say to, to pastors, to sovereign grace pastors out there, brothers, you know, to encourage you to, uh, be encouraging those in your church to make it to the relay conference, to be not only announcing this, but inviting people individually. It It is a unique opportunity. I mean, speaking of being around people, you know, to get to hear CJ Mahaney yeah. preach, to get to hear Jeff Personal preach. Uh, most of the young people in most of our churches perhaps have never heard these guys preach and right. just
0: want me treat
1: that as so there's the whole relational component there's the global connectedness component we have heard from uh the brothers in australia and the philippines and other that are seeking to to make it to this conference you know from elsewhere um across the globe and so uh it's it's an exciting thing to think about this inaugural you know conference and uh yes. want to encourage pastors to do what they can to, uh, to get, you know, young men and women out to this, out to this conference.
0: Yes. Amen. Yeah. I was going to, I'm glad you referenced them. So excited about the speakers that are coming, you know, CJ very kindly agreed to come Jeff Perswell, um, you know, you're going to be speaking. I'm going to be speaking. Dave Taylor all the way from Sydney is coming, going to be speaking. Bob Coughlin's going to be leading, uh, the worship for us. I'm so grateful for, for these, these founding pastors, at least in our family of churches. I just think their willingness to to come and and serve in this it communicates their ongoing heart you know for the future um of of gospel mission in our group of churches and and I would be jealous as you said for a new audience to hear and benefit from them. We also have a number of younger guys that are going to be speaking. I'm excited, you know, Jace Hudson is going to be doing a breakout session, Riley Spring, Ricky Alcantar is going to be doing a breakout session. Um I I just I'm, I'm excited about the number of different voices that are going to be um you know speaking into this I think it's going to be a really good time. All right well well brothers if if you're a Sovereign Grace pastor you can you can find this on the Sovereign Grace websites under the events page there's a sign up place there there's details there's places people can register for hotel rooms and so forth. There are um, ways of signing up for that pre-conference. Um, Would just love it. And if you happen to be listening to this from around the world, we are very much hoping this is a global event. I, I have heard, we have heard from pastors in the Philippines, yeah. from Mexico that are planning on sending folks to come. And so we're hoping uh, we can get, we can, we can get a, a sampling at least of folks from, from around the world. So, um, yes. well, well, Brothers, please sign up, and we're looking forward to seeing you there. And uh, may the Lord, may the Lord be glorified throughout all generations in this family of churches. We pray. Yes, Amen. All right, brother, we'll see you soon. All right.